we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like we know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 31. Not sure if there's going to be a 32, but thank you for joining and back with us. As always, don't be less when you can be more. Brittany Moore, how is life going? It's regular life. Uh, you know, running the kids to cheer and school and house cleaning. So how about you? How's life? Doing that home life. We're good. Joey's back. You know, she recovered from wherever, you know, she was sick not too long ago. So she's like fully recovered. She's like fully herself. We had a whole day together and, you know, gym's going. We're good. And that, that brings us to our first topic, B. But be- no, actually, before we do that, guys, here we are, episode 31 and going strong. People, right now, if you haven't done so, if you're new to the channel, one, welcome. Two, share like, subscribe, all of the above. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and we're trying to talk cheer to everyone across the world. So, um, but no, I want to get it because you said, how, how is life? And, was, you know, things, been, the gym has been going good. And it just, this has been on my heart. And I, and I told this to all the teams last week when we ended either our Wednesday practice, every team's second practice of the week, their Wednesday or their Thursday. And because we've been, you know how the, the season has been, or at least I know how the season has been. We have summer practices and there's kids in and out with summer vacations. And then, you know, you know, at America, we only practice once a week for the elite teams. And so then we have COVID and kids are missing in and out with COVID. And then we're quarantining for a whole week. So those kids are missing a whole practice. And, you know, this whole thing. And then as soon as summer practices are done, we head into choreography, And then right after choreography or, you know, pyramid choreography, after pyramid choreography, we do stunt choreography, routine choreography. And so it's been a while of like inconsistent practices um, Mm -hmm. due to just kids being absent. And then we have our high school kids who doing high school cheer and for our our older teams, they're doing high school cheer. So, you know, they have homecoming and this and high school practice and all these things. So kids just in and out for, it seems like forever and (laughs) for real. And, and I felt like these last, like this last week, week and a half or so, we've had like really consistent practices. And so we're okay, we're gonna like get some stuff done. And we go, we're doing the pyramid and like the pyramids hitting and things and teams looking good, teams looking good. And I just told all the teams, like, this is why practice is important. Like, so public service announcement to all uh, gym owners, directors, coaches, parents and athletes practices truly are important like our season is made up of practices and your your season's only going to your season and the routines that you do on the stage are just a reflection of the practices you have you know day in and day out and if you have inconsistent practices you're going to have inconsistent routines and inconsistent um you know performances out there on the mat and it was just a such a good reminder because we go we're having practice and we're all right we have people here let's start putting together this pyramid 
we're doing the pyramid and you know the sense in the room is coach we're a freaking hot mess right like nothing's hitting everything's dropping and you know everyone right parents in the lobby those guys they're a hot mess right now kids know we're hot know we're a hot mess we're all looking guys we gotta keep up a breath come on you know you're doing all these things and and the next practice we come back and we have you know everyone there again and we go and we do the pyramid again and it's like hey the pyramid was a little bit better today here we go and we go and we come back to next practice and we do the pyramid again and the pyramid is great like great and and it was all the teams I coached, right? All four teams I coached, that same process happened. And it went from like, dude, we're not like, what's going on here to by the time we got to Wednesday and Thursday of last week, that the pyramids were like hitting and hitting like pretty consistently. And I was like, hey guys, like this is just a reminder to you guys that practices actually matter. Because I know a week ago, like we were looking and going like, dude, coach, like there's a hot mess. Are we ever, and we get caught up in that whole thing. Like, are we ever going to get past this point? Are we just going to be like this forever? And I know the kids feel that way. Coaches sometimes get discouraged. and feel like this is go- this state that we're in right now is going to last forever, but it's a testament. And it's crazy. Cause I remember coaching at CBU and being like, dude, we're a freaking hot mess. And we would practice and I just can't underestimate the value of, of practice that when you come in and you get your reps in and you do it again and you do it again and you do it again, you gradually get better. There's a great quote. It is not the quote of the week, but I maybe one day it will be and it'll be the quote <laughs> of the week in season five. There we go. Season five, I'm, I'm calling it. But great quote. I tell the kids all the time. Um, goes i read in this book called the talent code but it says if i stop practicing for one day i notice if i stop practicing for two days my wife notices if i stop practicing for three days the world notices and i tell that i try to remind that that quote to the kids all the time like it's about being in here and being consistent and not just thinking like this practice doesn't matter because this today's practice does matter and I just feel like we underestimate the true value of a practice so I want to be here to tell people like go to practice like we practice five hours a week and not just at our gym in America but, you know across the nation you practice five hours a week you know be committed to those five hours a week because those five hours truly make a difference between you know success and failure when it comes to the season that we have and be more you are probably one of the most consistent families we have in the program <laughs> about coming to practice so i want to thank you personally round of applause i want to get a round of applause a um, sound effect in there right now round of applause for be more getting ken and rye to practice every day so thank you very there's, much there's i there's no i mean maybe i just think you're fibbing a little bit there's no way that i were the most consistent because you're one of the most consistent for sure. Oh, for sure. It's it's crazy to think that because I'm like, as you're talking, I'm just like sitting here thinking like, I don't let the girls miss practice very often for one, because number one is I feel like we pay very good money uh, that I don't yeah. want to just like wasted down the drain. And number two is we signed up for this. It's a commitment. We knew what the commitment was. And 
that's just a fact of life. Like yeah. when you are in a competitive sport, whether it be travel volleyball, travel soccer, travel softball, travel baseball, anything like it, you know, the commitment when you sign up for it. Yeah. And like yesterday was Ryan's birthday and we were like, Oh, we kind of want to, you know, go out to dinner with him as a family. And then I'm like, we can't, the twins have practice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, that's just like how it goes. Um, so I, I don't know, parents get your kids to practice. I mean, it's a practice. There's one thing my mom, my mom was actually really good at this. I'm glad I played sports growing up. Uh, because my mom, I, I was a freaking knucklehead growing up. I know it's hard to believe now be more, but I was a freaking knucklehead growing up. I would get in trouble all the time. And I remember my mom would not let me miss practice when I was in trouble. Like she knew, like, I'm going to take practice away from like, I didn't have a cell phone back then. Like none of us had cell phones growing up, but the, you know, the equivalent of taking away my cell phone or taking away, you know, social media to me would have been me, my mom taking away practice for me. But my mom always say like, if I take you out of practice, it's going to be a punishment to your teammates, you know, and they didn't do anything wrong. Like you're in trouble. So she'd take away all these other things. But I remember my mom would emphasize how much, like she really put an emphasis on, like, this is a team sport, you know, like, mm -hmm. and your actions have an impact on your teammates, you know? And so like, I'm not going to have you miss practice, but believe me, I know she wanted me to miss practice. Like, I know she's like, I'm pulling you from basketball today. I'm pulling you from football today, but you know, she wouldn't do that. So shout out to Bernadette for, um, you know, not taking me out of practice and you yeah, know, definitely instilling that into you. I know the yeah. twins, they missed a, a, a flight school practice like two weeks ago and mm -hmm. then they went to regular practice and I remember uh they came home they're like coach Bailey was asking where we were at and I'm like Did yeah you, tell her you had a dentist you had a dentist appointment like I scheduled it because we can make flights go up you know and then they've um a couple weeks ago they also missed like a um their the flight or not the flight but the uh tear the tumbling on Saturdays oh yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm like you guys I just told them like, it was just, I'm like, you guys never miss. Like, it'll be okay. Like you can miss this time. They had a friend staying and her parents were out of town. I'm mm -hmm. like, you can miss this time. But other than that, like go to practice. I mean, yeah. it just, you're, I'm never going to see an improvement on anything that they do is if they're not there. And you know, the whole team thing, like it's very rare that they will miss that just because like your mom instilled to you is that it's not just hurting you it's hurting the rest of the team there's a lot of things yeah. that the rest of the team cannot do um so 100%. i definitely agree i think practices are very important um and i think it's like for anything you know as you're saying like practice 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 and you start to see these routines and these pyramids come together I'm sitting here thinking like when I first started doing lashes I'm like ooh like what the heck is going on <laughs> and after a couple sets, I'm like, you know what? You're just practicing on people. Like go back to the foundation, go back to the basics mm -hmm. and start using my mannequin again. And then I start practicing more. I'm like, okay, I'm getting the hang of it, you know? Um, yep. So get your kids to practice people. Yeah. And you mentioned two things, a hundred percent, get your kids to practice. And you mentioned two things, um, like how much money you put into cheer. And I just want everyone, right. Especially if you're a parent, I want every parent to think about, you know, pull out your, your bank statement and probably rearrange all of your charges in order of which one was most expensive to least expensive, right? Especially your monthly charges, right? 
at the top, you probably have your mortgage or your rent, right? And that's, that's the, the biggest expense that you have. And at the bottom, you have like Pandora or Netflix or something like that, like monthly charge, right? But right under like rent and mortgage, you have probably your car maybe, and then cheer, right? It's like mortgage, <laughs> car, cheer payment, you know? And so there's this comedian, um, this is a comedian I, I, you know, I follow on YouTube. Um, he talked about how his friends invite him to the club on the weekend. He's like, no, I'm not going to the club. I'm staying home. Like, you know how much I paid for this house? Like, I'm going to spend my time in my house right now. You know how much I paid for this? So parents, <laughs> you're paying a lot of money um, to not participate when you miss practice. But you know, the other thing you mentioned was like um, seeing like the growth in the kids. And I think that a lot of times we don't value how important and significant practice is because we don't see the growth. We don't see immediate growth from practice to practice. And, and I'm a hundred percent guilty of it. You know, I try to work out every morning and, you know, I go, I work out. And like, literally the first thing I do when I get home is I rip off my shirt and stand in front of the mirror. And I'm like, do I got a six pack yet? I'm like, no, nope, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, go ahead. It's so, it's so funny that you say that because I think for me, that is like a key thing of why I haven't been going, uh, one of the top three things why I don't mm -hmm. go to practices very often is because I want to see a difference. When I go every day to practice, I don't see a difference, but when I yeah. randomly show up 20, 30 minutes before practice is over and I see them practicing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that before. Like, I can't believe she did mm -hmm. that. You know, I'm proud of them because I don't see it every single day. So that's a big thing for me. I mean, I know with the, the tumbling, um, one of the twins told me a week or two ago, they're like, coach Jason said that was, I was doing good on my back handsprings. I'm like, see, that's why we go yeah. to practice. <laughs> like keep practicing. So, um, yeah. So practice. Okay. So again, I'm going to say it again, in case you guys haven't heard us in case this horse isn't <laughs> dead yet. Um, go to practice, make a commitment to practice because practice 100% works. It like just, and I'm all, again, I'm always amazed that practice works. I'm always like, man, we, we weren't able to do that. And now we're able to do it. And, and it comes in incremental stages, you know, one day at a time. Um, you know, especially like you said, you know, you come in and you watch and like, you, you let bigger chunks go by before you come in and watch practice. So you can actually see the growth. And, you know, I did the same thing when we do the, um, my monthly pictures, right? So back in the day when I, when I was working out, I used to take like, all right, I'm going to do my October picture and I'm going to do my November picture and I'm going to do my December picture. And I go, oh, like, I can actually see the growth. Um, yeah. But when you see growth from month to month, that's actually proof that there's growth day to day. You know, you just can't see the growth or measure it really. You really can't see the growth with the naked eye day to day, but it's proof that the, the growth is actually there. So parents, athletes, anyone listening, coaches know that there is growth every day at practice. Well, as long as you're having productive practices, but you got to have, you got to be at practice, got to be present. You got to actually believe that, um, you know, some growth is coming and everyone don't be less when you can be at practice more. Boom. <laughs> but yeah, um, what else we got? Let's, um, should we get into the question of the week right now sure yeah well, let's get to the question of the week 
if you have a question, guys, it's like one of the best things that we do on the show. One of my favorite things that we do on the show is the question of the week. So if you have a question of the week, be sure to send them in to b.more, triple underscore on Instagram, or you can send them in to me, Jason Larkins on Instagram. Do not send them on Twitter because I do not have the app anymore, but you send it on Facebook, Instagram to both of us, and we'll be sure to get at you. And let's see who this week's sponsor is for the question of the week. This week's question of the week comes to us by Black Boys Cheer. Black Boys Cheer is a megaphone for black and brown male cheerleaders everywhere in the industry. Their goal is to provide mentorships, scholarships, mental health resources for black and brown male cheerleaders who might not otherwise have access to them. So if you're a black or brown male cheerleader looking or needing one of these resources, or you're someone looking to donate to this nonprofit organization, please reach out to Black Boys Cheer on Facebook or on Instagram. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode yourself, or just making a small donation to the podcast, you can reach out to us. Link in the description is a little, you know, donate to the show button. You can click there and you can donate for as little as 99 cents a month. That actually come under that Netflix subscription that you have. And you probably watch us more than you watch Netflix. Maybe, maybe not. And we'll take that 99 cents and we will invest it into Shiba cryptocurrency and become multi-millionaires, right, B? <laughs> I'm on the way. <laughs> on the way to the moon, baby. But yeah. B, what is the, uh, what's that question of the week? What we got today? All right. So this question says, will a higher level of cheer need to be developed? Because it's really time that 3.0 high pyramids, 2.5 baskets, backflip dismounts, and tension drops return. Hasn't been the same <laughs> since the 80s there we go um so he's asking if a higher level of cheer like needs to come back into cheerleading and mention a bunch of things you used to be able to do in the 80s um three high pyramids two and a half you know flipping baskets and tension drops all right so you know that hasn't been the same since the 80s so i would say i do not foresee any of those skills coming back into cheer. And those are all basically college cheerleading skills, but I don't see any of those, those skills coming back into cheerleading. Uh, I think in general, if we look at other sports across, you know, especially like the, the major ones, if we look at like, especially like football or basketball, like neither one of those sports have been the same since the eighties and nineties. Right. And I think a big part of that is because at that time, and I think this includes cheerleading as well, at that time, those these sports, their biggest priority was entertainment and not athlete safety. And I think as we've shifted towards having athlete safety at the priority or the forefront of these sports, that they've tried to make them safer and go, what can we do to keep athletes safe? And I think that, you know, those skills are like really hard dangerous skill so that, that, that's the first thing right um you know i think when we look at did you ever see the movie concussion with will smith no pretty good movie you should watch it well i guess you don't have to watch it, it wasn't like that good where you like go out and watch it right now but it was a pretty good 
movie. But the thing is, he's going, he's talking about all these concussions. It was, it was like this, hey, there are concussions happening in the NFL. Y'all aren't doing anything about them. And here's what's happening. You know, they have, they have CTE and these guys are killing themselves and have all these, you know, these things are going wrong and we're not doing anything about it. And so that was the whole, what concussion was about. It's like, Will, the character that Will Smith played um, was this doctor. He's finding, you know, all these people are killing themselves that are like from the NFL, right? It's based on, you know, true story, right? All these people are mm-hmm. killing themselves. And like, they're like, what is going on? And they would, you know, cut open their brains, autopsy and go, oh, they had CTE. And apparently that is, you know, causing them to have, you know, these out outbursts of anger and, you know, self you know, self all kinds of things, right? All, all yeah, things, definitely. Right? So I watched that and I love football. I grew up playing football, as you guys know, grew up, loved it. But after I watched that movie, like I can't unwatch the movie, you know? And I'm like, man, if I have a son, do I want him in football? Like, do I really want my son crashing his head into hard, other hard surfaces for the next mm-hmm. 12 years of his life, you know? And seeing the way like these guys turned out, and, you know, it really gave me like pause and reservation about if we had a son, like putting my son in football and, you know, the kids hate me for this now. Junior White hasn't had to do it, but our older teams for sure. Uh, and, and I guess youth black, cause they had to do pyramids guys real quick. This is, I guess I could do this, but does anyone else feel like we should take out single trick baskets for youth age for level youth level three? I'll <laughs> just me. Maybe Shay feels away. I know Shay. Anyone else listening? Does anyone else feel like we should only do straight rides in youth level three? That's just my opinion. I don't know. These are little kids throwing each other. I have to do one trick. I don't know. It just seems kind of. But I say all that to say, you know, I found all those Taekwondo helmets in the um in the gym the other day, like a couple months ago. When we we're doing pyramid, and I was like, you know what? these kids are going to wear these Taekwondo helmets. And they're just like foam. I don't know what they're made of foam or cushion yeah. or whatever, you know, and I've had all the kids put on Taekwondo helmets when I think that was senior black, when they learned their pyramid. And then we've put them on during baskets. I make youth black, the youth black flyers wear them during baskets. And the kids are like, coach, we look stupid. Like a little bit, but it's better than, <laughs> it's better than busting <laughs> your head on the ground. <laughs> but you know, I start, cause I, I don't want these kids getting hurt, especially knowing, especially with the knowledge we have about concussions and head injuries. Like I've really started to take it a lot more seriously knowing all those things, you know? So that, that, that's the one thing I think the sports sports have tried to move or at least cheer. And, you know, I said before basketball, um, football, they're trying to move towards prioritizing athlete safety. And obviously there's an inherent risk in all these things. But that's one thing, athlete safety. And two, these are college skills. And I don't know, I don't know. I've talked about this before. Our best athletes in the industry are not going to college cheer the way they used to. So there's still a great number of college athletes and still really, really great athletes are are cheering in college. But our very best athletes aren't cheering in college the way that they used to with the addition of open division. I just had a message today. Someone said, Hey, do you guys, are you guys have op- offering open divisions at American? 
Unfortunately, we are not. But there's tons of open divisions where you can be, you know, my age and older and out there still cheering on an all-star team. So they have, and if they have open four, right? Obviously open six, open seven, all these things. So there's, there's, there's no real reason. I don't say there's no real reason, but there's before it was like, Hey guys, if you want to cheer, you can cheer in college. You can't cheer here anymore because we don't have a team for you. And now if you want to continue to cheer, if kids feel comfortable, they want to keep doing all-stars or whatever the case may be. So we can hop into the million reasons why kids aren't cheering in all-stars or aren't cheering in college anymore, but our best athletes aren't doing it. And we want to increase that, that thing, you know, increase the difficulty with not having our best athletes in the sport anymore. And it, you know, it just seems like a bad, you know, recipe. And, you know, although there are great college coaches out there, shout out to Monica, um, I don't know who else is called. Oh, shout out to Live Get Rich or Die Quiet. <laughs> That's what I know. Live Get Get Quick or Die Trying. Live Quick. Anyway, um, but there's great college coaches out there. But again, a lot of the the best coaches in the industry are coaching all stars and are coaching college the way the way it used to be. So I think with a lack of top talent coaches and the top most talented athletes so it's kind of a recipe for you know injuries to happen mm-hmm. if we bring back some of those more you know dangerous skills in my opinion so i wouldn't recommend i wouldn't think that they they'd bring them back um <laughs> so you know this is just random now but <laughs> back <laughs> in the day you could do anything an all-star kid could do at practice or like legally in a routine. So could a high school tier athlete, right? Like the rules were, I want to say basically the same, but they were the same, right? Like if an, if a all-star athlete could do it, it was also legal for a high school athlete to do. And what happened over the years. And I think it's the same thing that the, the most talented athletes and the most talented coaches in general, if you're a great high school coach, don't come at me. Um, <laughs> I, I can just see it now. He hates high school coaches. <laughs> like, you know, the most talented athletes, the most talented coaches are in all-star cheerleading. Yeah. So in general, in general, but you know, but these high school kids would go and they check out, they'd see their favorite YouTube video, their favorite team on YouTube and go, Hey coach slash English teacher. Can can we try this today at practice? And the coach looks at the video goes, sure. Let, let's try it. And then, you know, there's all these injuries popping up and, you know, kids are getting hurt left and right. Schools are getting sued. Coaches are getting fired. And so eventually, like, you know what? We got to put all of that to an end. I just see that happening if they bring back, you know, those crazy. Um, this, this is actually another true story. I had a kid call me a couple years ago. Coach, let cry. Coach, I can't come to practice today. Oh, what's going on? What happened, kid? She's like, I was a high school cheer and they dropped me on my head. I'm like, they dropped you on your head. Like, no, he caught me. Like, what were you guys doing? Are we doing a back tuck transition? I'm like, a back tuck transition? I've been to this kid's games before. They're, these kids had no business doing back tuck transitional pyramids. Like, oh, my God. You, you've got to be kidding me, right? So I laid it on my neck. No one caught me. I'm like, all right. So that kid was out for, like, a long time uh, messing around with, you know, craziness. So, yeah. you know, we bring... Brittany, do you know what attention drop is? No. Okay. 
I'm going to explain this craziness to you. So, <laughs> attention drop. So they have college pyramids, pyramids which are, ne- are two and a half high, right? Yeah. So two and a half high means there's a person on top yep. of another person and then, and then half, like you can hold a person like at your waist, basically. Um, yep. And they have different ways they measure half, but, you know, person, person, and then a person half the, you know, between half of your body. That's two and a half high. So he's asking to bring back three high pyramids. So it's a person, a person on top of a full body length of a person. And then a tension drop. So a tension drop, if you want to dismount from a pyramid, you have to have two catchers, right? So you usually cradle or you like pop off. So a cradle, right? We all know they pop yep. the fire cradles. You know, there's two catchers and they catch in a cradle or they mm-hmm. just pop off. There's a catcher in front, the catcher in the back. One catcher catches the foot. The other catcher catches the waist. All control. Attention drop requires zero additional catchers. Zero. Zero catchers. You have the two and a half high pyramid, maybe three high pyramid. And everyone at the same time starts to lean forward, right? (laughs) This is crazy everyone starts to lean forward and when you get like i don't know a safe reasonable distance from the ground everyone forward rolls <laughs> oh my gosh they would do that stuff back in the day um yeah my so, kids are not doing that no. yeah right like you gotta miss me with that like that's crazy so I quit today. I quit cheerleading today. They're like, um, tension drops are now legal in all-star cheerleading. I, yeah, I'm out, guys. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bye, Jason. We day. quit. Yeah, man. So that's a tension drop. Um, guys, if you have a question for the question of the week, if it's that good, send it in. That was a good question because I can't, we can't be bringing back tension drops, people. Um, but, you know, you never know. I, I might be eating my words five years from now. Like, <laughs> they brought them back. They needed them. So, Anyway, um, I don't see them bringing them back. If you have a question for the question of the week, be sure to send them in to us, DM us on Instagram, b.more, triple underscore, or at Jason Larkins. And we'd love to uh, answer your questions. Ready to shift gears a little bit, B? Yeah. All right. What do you got Let's for it? I think we might need to get into the question or the question of the quote of the week, if that's cool with you. Yeah, fine with we, me. We need a quote of the week. What's on your mind? We need a quote of the week from you. Put you oh. on the spot. What's on your what's on your heart? Don't clean your house with cleaning chemicals. Only use water. <laughs> Only use water. There you go. Uh, I don't know. Um I really wish that, like, really, truly on my heart right now, I wish that my children would listen to me the first time when I tell them something. Um, But, you know, I mean, they used to be so good at that for a while, and they're getting older, so it's kind of, like, slacking a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything. I have things going on, but no like really thought in my head all right um this is totally random 
Um, I don't even know if I should talk about it. <laughs> I was gonna talk about it, but we ain't gonna talk about it. It's wild. Um, oh yeah, we ain't gonna talk about it. But anyway, you can say it. it. Now I thought about it. Uh, it was just it's not. It had nothing to do with cheerleading. It's just oh, this is actually totally random. Um, have you have you eaten at the meltdown yet? No. Where is it? New in Bakersfield? New in Bakersfield. And did we talk about this a couple of weeks ago or did it was something new coming or is it just brand, brand new? I think it, well, real quick, hold on. Right now, I'm going to insert something into this video right now. Anyway, so we're on, we're on the DoorDash app trying to order dinner for the night. And Ashley goes, <laughs> Ashley goes, hey, um, there's this place called the Burger Den. Looks pretty good. And I go, awesome. Let me look at the menu. I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, this place looks pretty good. And I'm thinking, I've never heard of the Burger Den. This place must be on the east side somewhere, right? Like, I've never seen the Burger Den before. <laughs> but the burgers look pretty good. And I'm like, hey, the burgers look awesome. Like, I gotta, where is this place? And I look, and it's on Rosedale. And I'm like, where, this on Rosedale? I, I live on Rosedale. Like, oh. Where is it? It's like, Ash, it says it's on Rosedale somewhere. Like right here, it's like right by our house. I'm like, whatever. So we order and, you know, gets there however long later, 20 minutes or whatever. Go out to the porch, open the back. I'm like, Ash, this is nothing but Denny's, girl. <laughs> I was like, the burger den. So people, don't be bamboozled by Denny's. If you order a place from the Burger Den, that ain't nothing but Denny's. But it was a good burger, though. It was, it really was. Because I would have not have ordered it otherwise. <laughs> like, I ain't ordered no burger from Denny's. <laughs> but the Burger <laughs> Den, fire. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. And now that our audience is caught up, I'm going to tell this story. So, B, Ashley and I ordered... Uh, DoorDash or Grubhub, Uber, I don't know what we ordered. DoorDash? Ordered DoorDash not too long ago. And the Meltdown, it's a cheese, uh, a grilled cheese place, right? Oh, I'm going there today. Grilled cheese. Fire <laughs> grilled cheeses. I'm letting you know, fire grilled cheeses. And we go, we're eating it. And we've had it a couple times. We The most recent time we ordered it, we got it, and we found out it's Denny's. So we're like, oh. <laughs> we it struck again. We've been bamboozled again by Denny's. You did tell me that. No, that was um, the Burger Den the first time. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. So here, but here's the thing. You have went to this place before, right? No, like never actually been there. No, never actually been there. Just ordered it on on. DoorDash. Oh, that's twice? Twice. Denny's has gotten your boy. We're going to have to put something in the crock pot so you guys quit getting bamboozled. <laughs> you should start your own DoorDash thing. Like, uh, Bee's no. home cooking. I'm like, Bee's home cooking? That sounds great. She sounds <laughs> like she's from the South. Like, let's go. There's no excuses now. So, like, now that I don't work, like, sure. there's no excuses to not cook dinner. So, Usually I'd be like, oh, I'm tired or I worked a lot or blah, blah, whatever my excuse was. But now it's like, 
there's no reason not to take food out. Like I just threw chicken breast in the crock pot, chicken and dumplings for tonight. So there's no reason now, which that kind of stinks, you know, I mean, (laughs) but whatever. But for real, that, um, that grill, the grilled cheese is fire. Like it really is. From Denny's, Jason? From Denny's, Denny's. I'm I'm telling you. I'd order it again. Um, I'd order it right now. Hey, maybe we could start a food truck that's like straight grilled cheeses. There's some good, there's some good grilled cheese trucks out there. Uh, not in Bakersfield, but not in well, Bakersfield. If there is one, I don't know where it is. No, I don't want anyone coming at me like I have the best grilled cheeses in the, in the world. <sighs> okay, speaking I, of food, this have you tried Taco Bros downtown? No, but I had homies tacos this weekend. I've had homies tacos. I highly suggest that you have Taco Bros downtown. It's just a drive-thru. You can't eat there. You could call it in or whatever. And I get the, don't, the birra tacos. You. Yeah, you're uh, judging me. I can't roll my, I can roll my, the birria, birria, <laughs> birria taco combo. The mo- the best I've ever had. Like, so good. You need All to try right. it. I need to try it. Fuegos has the, uh, the birria uh, top ramen. I haven't tried that yet, but it looked pretty good Ooh, on Instagram the other I'll day. I'll have to try that too. All right, enough about food, people. Yeah. Time to get into this this quote Clearly. of the week. I know we're hungry. hungry yeah, don't pod while you're hungry. Okay, quote of the week. Here we go. Um, I went back and forth, but I like this quote. Let me um pull it up. And this is the oh, hold on, hold on. Let me find the quote of the week. I don't want to mess it up. Oh yeah, here we go. And this is the, this is the sounds like that quote of the week. Sounds like that is the official music producer for the Let's Talk Cheer podcast and also all of our American cheer tracks. So if you are in a gym and you need some fire music, go to the link in the description, fill out the little questionnaire there, questionnaire thing. And uh, someone from sounds like that will get back to you and you'll get some fire music the way American Cheer has a uh, fire music. And I keep saying this every week, but music is coming up soon. I keep talking to our music producer. He's like, oh yeah, I'm working <laughs> on this track right now. So we got music. We could get it today. Like literally we could get it today. So we actually might have music by time this actually airs. So anyway, sounds like that quote of the week or sounds like that question of the week. Here we go. This is a good quote. This is also another Jason Larkin's original. But it's more of a thought of the week and a quote of the week. But I'm not here to impress anybody. Um, I'm not here to impress anyone. And I, and I really like this. The other day, this happens actually all the time at CrossFit. You know, they they put the message or the um, the workout up on the board. And if you haven't been to CrossFit before, it's like really specific. Like it's not just the workout, but they tell you like how much weight you're supposed to use. And they mm-hmm. have the RX rate or weight like the prescribed weight that you're supposed to use so you're you're supposed to use a hundred pounds if you're rx right uh it also has like a scaled weight if you're not an rx athlete you use 80 pounds right and it has an rx weight or an rx version of the uh, workout and a scaled version of the workout right and every day you go in and you look and you make it like oh you know what like i can i'm rx in that but I, i'm not really good at that so I'll do this scale, you know, and oftentimes people come in and they'll, you know, 
they'll try to poke at you, like whatever, like, oh, you're not lifting enough weight, blah, blah. And, or they'll look at, you know, whatever. And oftentimes I have to remind, remind myself while I'm there, I'm not here to impress anybody. And I'm not here to impress you, right? And, and so the other day in there, trying to lift my weight or whatever. And I decide like, you know what? I really want to, like when I go, like my biggest motivation when I go has been to finish the workout without any extended breaks. Cause these, these workouts can get, you know, they're anywhere from, you know, seven minutes, like short seven minute workouts or all the way up to like 30 minutes where you're just going like the whole time, like nonstop. Right. And and I, and I saw this on Instagram once upon a time, and it said something like, don't impress me with your volume, impress me with your intensity, something like that. And I thought that was so good. And I, and I thought about, yeah, so much time, so many times I'm like trying to lift as much as I can. And after I saw that lift as much as I can, but take huge extended breaks, like breathe in. And there's other people who aren't lifting as much but they're not taking as nearly as long breaks. Like they're like, they're just going and being consistent. And I just decided I want to be more, I want to have a more intense focused workout, you know, not have like long extended breaks, which means I had to, you know, not have as much volume. And I've really tried to do that for the last, you know, however long recently, right. Last few months. Right. And so someone said something the other day and I just thought I'm not here to impress you. Like I'm trying to, I'm not trying to impress you with how much weight I lift. I'm trying to set a goal for myself where I can set a, a really achievable goal, not like a really <laughs> achievable goal, but right, well, I want to set an achievable goal where I can not have extended breaks. And like, like, this is a personal thing for me where I can go through this workout as quickly as I can and not to be faster than anyone else, but just so that I can say, I set this goal I went through, I'm getting mentally tougher as we go through. So that's what I'm really trying to do, like be mentally tough as we go through these workouts so I can face the challenges that the day might throw at me, right? Um, yeah. But I see this a lot. And I bring, let me bring this back to cheer, why I want to bring it up. Because I see this a lot with kids is that they're more worried about impressing their friends uh, than actually getting like a good workout in. And I'll see this all the time. It happens a lot like in tumbling classes. A coach will set up a drill, a brand new drill, right? Coach sees a drill um, on like online. Oh, that looks like a pretty cool drill. Set the, sets up the drill. None of the kids have done it before. And the kids want to try it. Or, or the coach wants the kids to try it. And the kids go up. And what the kids won't do their first time is give a hundred percent effort, right? Cause everyone's kind of looking sideways like, yo, this drill might, I don't know. This drill looks kind of weird to me. And what happens a lot is kids won't give a hundred percent effort. And I think a big major part of the reason why kids won't give a hundred percent effort in that drill is because they are scared that they're going to mess up the drill. And upon messing up, all of their friends are going to laugh at them and mm -hmm. And go, and I, I used to see this all the time with kids that we'd set something up and a kid would not give a hundred percent effort, would mess up and then just kind of like laugh at herself. Like if I'm laughing at myself, like you can't, like I'm laughing with you, like it was funny. But instead of what we, none of us want is for us to give a hundred percent effort on something and then still our friends laugh at us, you know, like, no, I actually was yeah. trying there, you know, like, 
I actually put my heart on the line. You guys laughed at me, you know? And so I think if we had the humility to go, you're like, you know what? I'm not here to impress you. I'm here to, I'm here for my own personal goals or, or whatever. Like I'm trying to get better at this. I think we'd have, you know, we'd be able to reach success a lot faster. You know, if kids didn't want to impress their friends or, mm-hmm. or not get laughed at by their friends when trying to drill or, you know, just have the humility to say, you know what? I'm not going to lift as much weight today. Yep. You're, you're stronger than me or whatever. I'm trying you know, I have different goals in mind. Like I'm trying to get through this workout without extended, um, you know, breaks in, in, in the, yeah. the whole thing. So anyway, not really the quote of the week, but I'm not here to impress you. I'm not here to impress anybody, but it is like kind of the thought of the, uh, the week. So I think it could go really far with a lot of different things that just that thought of the week. Um, just because like you said that, you know, they don't want to give like 110% because they're worried like they're going to get laughed at. I think that's a lot of things with kids nowadays is that, oh, I'm not going to wear this or I'm not going to say that or I'm not going to raise my hand in class. I know the answer, but I'm not going to be, you know, that because I don't want someone to look at me that way. Um, but if they you know, did have that mindset of, I'm not here to impress you. Uh, I've kind of always told the girls since they were in like kindergarten, um, I picked out their clothes for a long time. And I finally was like, you know what? We used to do this thing on Sundays where we pick out outfits for the whole week. And Mm -hmm. it was just easier in the morning and they just pulled out their outfits and, you know, they had PE certain days, their shoes were coordinated with that and everything. And it finally got to a point where I told them, you know, you're old enough. You can pick your own outfits out. And uh, so they started, they'd pick them out and I'd look at them or they'd change their mind. And I'd be like, I had to catch myself a couple of times because I'm like, what the heck are you wearing? What's this kid wearing? (laughs) Yeah, right. But I, but I, I I said it like once or twice and then it kind of like pushed them back a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. they weren't real confident in what they were wearing. So I like used to tell myself like, let them be who they want to be. So I always mm-hmm. tell them like, if you're confident in wearing something where it. it doesn't matter what anyone else says, like if you like it, rock it. So I think yeah. that it kind of ties into that a little bit. Like you're not here. I'm not here to impress you. They're not here to impress them going to school. Like if they like it, they like it, you know? Um, I, I like that one. Yeah. And it's good. Cause you don't want to stifle. You don't want to stifle creativity. And that's the other mm-hmm. part, like what you're talking about is you don't want to stifle. And that's one thing I like really try to do. I, it's like, especially like with our staff and even with the kids too. But it's what you don't want to do is turn down everyone. Every time someone has an idea, you don't want to be the person that turns it down because pretty soon you're going to sit in a room full of silence and no one's going to offer up their ideas if you aren't there to like receive their ideas and hear what they have to say. Because people do have good ideas. Now they might not, not all of their ideas might be the greatest, but if you turn down every single idea that's not perfect, you're not going to mm-hmm. have anyone who volunteers any more new information to you, you know? So yeah. like with the kids, when they have ideas, you know, we try to, even though we don't implement all of them, but I try to at least listen to them and go, hey, that's actually a really good idea. Maybe we can try that next week. Oh, that's actually a, not bad. Let's try that in with a little bit of a spin right here. Because I want our kids, and I want our staff to actually hear one that I'm listening to them and that we're willing to implement them because one day someone's going to have a really, really good idea. But if they think that's going to get turned down, like they're not going to volunteer that information, you know? 
So yeah, yeah, we don't want to stifle that creativity. And you know, not here to impress one. You know, if you feel good wearing it, rock it. And you know, people people with confidence can wear anything. You know, like yes. <laughs> people with confidence can make anything look good. They're just you know, I used to wear all sorts of stuff in high school. So there we go. I feel good. Come on, you can't tell me who I am. Yeah, um, not here to impress anybody. I'm not here to impress you, homie. Um, but yeah, so good thought of the week. Um, I don't even know. We got anything else, B? Anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, competition season is uh, creeping up upon us real quick. Right the corner, um, yeah. We got Halloween coming up and... Uh, if you are local in Bakersfield, feel free to come to our haunted house that we have. Um, it's only on Halloween night, so don't be trying to come on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sacrifice your house for the whole week? No, actually, I posted it on our Nextdoor app because um, we, you know, we did it last year, and uh, now Ryan just has to do it every year. Um, and uh, people were like, "What are the days and times that you're doing this?" I'm like days and times um <laughs> when's the first um, showing will there be a matinee no i'm like halloween night that's it saturday night is our sound check night make sure everything's working so uh but halloween and then we'll get thanksgiving and then you know then we have our first competition um yep. in december not including you know showcase for parents and family and then it's like fiasco every month uh after that um then it gets real so i was like trying to check my schedule the other day um for something and i'm like oh i can't do it that month oh i can't do it that month oh i can't do it that month <laughs> because of cheerleading which it's fine this is what we signed up for right so that's what we signed up for you know yeah here we go showcase then december then it gets real real so, but first, music. Casey, hold at your boy. Get that music, son. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last thing we got then is, guys, if you've made it to the end, thank you so much. That means that you actually liked the podcast. That's evidence that you like the podcast. So take one millisecond out of your day and actually hit the like button, whether you're whether it's just the link that you found this on on Facebook or if you're watching it on YouTube share it with someone, leave a comment below, say great show, say, you know, leave, you know, an idea for a question of the week, do any of those things, or you can leave a five-star rating on Apple podcasts and a review. And so let's get into a five-star rating that we got not too long ago from Sherry dash Ella could be a hyphen. I actually learned there's a difference between hyphens and dashes the other day, which I did not know there's a difference. Um, I thought like dash was like a slang term for a hyphen, but apparently there are two different actual symbols. So anyway, this is from Sherry Ella. Love the podcast. Thank you for all of your knowledge and wisdom. You always make me think of things from a different perspective. I came from a world of sports where you can win based on the number of goals you scored and less on subjectivity. It has been a journey for me to switch my thinking and learn to give the appropriate support to my athlete, but you always lead the way. I loved your talk on scoring. Thank you so much, Sherry. You are the best. If you want to leave a five-star rating and a review, feel free to do so. And, uh, you know, we might be sharing yours on the podcast. But uh, yep. other than that, B, you got anything? I'm good. 
guys, well, then make sure that you don't be less when you can be more. We'll close it on this. Five, six, seven, eight. We're out. We're out.